as God intended. Let's go. Talk Radio, where naturals are healing modalities of choice. But the 24 7, uh, 365 Talk Radio signal heard worldwide. America Out Loud Talk Radio is now heard in your car, home, office, smartphones, tablets, any device. The entire platform has been built from the ground up with great thought and enthusiasm and a vision that stretches far into the future. Welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Jana Schmidt, naturopath and herbalist. And obviously you can hear my dogs in the background too. So (laughs) they're hosting with me today. Uh, I have a wonderful show for you today. But first, I want to encourage you that no matter what your situation, a strong mind and body are really powerful resources. I'm here to help equip and encourage you with the health tools that create and maintain strong minds and strong bodies to keep you grounded and flourishing in this hectic, seriously crazy world. So each week I share new health information with you, facts that you can utilize to build strong, healthy lifestyles information that's practical, easy to implement. And for the first two months, if you've uh, been listening so far, you know that this year I'm doing um, a mama series. So healthy mamas, mama bears, talking to brilliant, courageous, loving mothers, and addressing a variety of topics from ways to get optimal nutrition, help to ways to teach your children to fight for their freedoms, ways to make healthy choices, navigating teen years, what to do when your child feels ill, like so many, so many things. And these courageous, health-promoting, freedom-loving, godly moms would do anything to help and protect their children. And in turn, they help and protect all of our children. So I am really honored today to have a friend, someone that I've met over the last couple of years and we forged a friendship, Kimberly Reichs. She is definitely a mama bear. I am a mama bear and I will read a little bit about her, but then we're just going to talk and just get to know about what she's doing and um, hear some of her stories. So she is a grassroots stay-at-home mama of seven who is the founder of Freedom Over Fear. I wear that shirt all the time, by the way, Kimberly. <laughs> Iowa Mama Bears Organization. She had enough of her school district who uh, masked and abused her six-year-old kindergartner. I'm still heartbroken over that. She fought hard for freedom of choice in the matter of masks and then got a law passed in Iowa. I'm so proud of you for that, (laughs) that many other states soon adopted thereafter. And I want to hear more about that too. She also worked for and got one of the very um, explicit controversial books, Gender Queer Banned from her school district. She went on uh, working hard alongside many other freedom fighters to get yet another law passed and ban pornographic material from being in our children's schools. And this was achieved late last fall. And so this is news to me. I want to hear how that was actually done because I oh, have been following all of this. Kimberly also exposed her school district um, for hosting a non-approved drag queen show where minors as young as 12 were present. This is a horrible story. I mean, I, I think people need to know about this so it doesn't happen in their school. When the school refused to do anything about the drag show, Kimberly took it upon herself and then dressed like one of the drag performers and demanded and showed up. Didn't you show up to a a, a board? Yep, showed up to a meeting like that and <laughs> took it upon herself, demanded answers from her school board. I mean, talk about a powerful mother there. 
uh, Kimberly also played a big role in turning over six seats in the 2022 uh, county state elections. That's important, you guys. We need to know how to do that. So she's going to help us with that. Um, she was a first recipient of the Freedom Fighter for American Values awarded by General Michael Flynn. What an honor. She tours with the Reawaken Tour. I want us to talk about that too and continues to speak up about her family hardships, achievements while encouraging others to get up get out and get loud. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Kimberly. Thank you for being here. With us. Uh, thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be on your show. Lots of fun. So uh, this is all about healing and protecting and the whole mama bear se series and the health of our children comes in many, many forms. It's certainly what they eat, certainly what they watch, but it comes in way. I mean, there are so many ways that we as moms help our children stay well and healthy. And uh, I love, I love the things that you've done. I love everything that when you talk about your kids, you can just, <clears throat> you can feel it, you can see it. And I want to like rewind a little bit so people can know how this sort of, I mean, we've always been a, a fierce mama bear, but how it really got started that you got thrust into the public eye and that you had to do some serious standing up. And I think it all started with the dumb mask mandates that affected your family personally. Yeah. Yeah. So it did start with the mask mandates. So like everybody knew going into fall of 2020, like the kids were masked to go to school. Like they couldn't be unmasked. They had to be six feet apart, the whole shebang. And so like at first we were like, okay, you know, everybody's new to this. We didn't really know what was going on. So as much as I didn't want to comply, I did. And I sent my kids to school with mask on. Um, unfortunately, it didn't turn out very well for my daughter at the time, who was just five years old going into kindergarten. She was super excited that it was her first year to go to kindergarten. And she was like, Mom, we can go. I get to go to big school. She was all excited. So like first couple of weeks went by. No problem. They had the mask. They were able to wear what they called gator mask at the time. So super thin cloth that she could just pull up and down. But then like right before Thanksgiving, things started heating up with the numbers in Iowa. So Governor Reynolds made a mandate that it had to be two ply mask. And so when they did that, that's when my daughter started developing what at first I thought was just like a rash from like the irritation of the mask, which a lot of people got um, not wasn't uncommon, um, but hers ended up getting infected. And at this time, like I said, she's five years old, kindergarten, you know, these kids are constantly messing with their masks, constantly licking their face, you know, just germs everywhere. And it was you couldn't really help but get something at that age. So I took her into the doctor and this was in October when I took her into the doctor for the first time. Um, they said that, yes, she has a rash, you know, try to minimize how many time or minimize how much time she has the mask on. And if anything, um, you know, take some mask breaks. And I was like, okay. And they told also said change her mask two to three times a day, which not a big deal. So I sent a big old box to the school saying, hey, you got to do this. And they did pretty good for that for the most part. But then it, a couple weeks later, the rash didn't go away. Um, so we tried two um, oral, oral, oral medications and three topical. And luckily, like right before Thanksgiving, it started clearing up a bit. And unfortunately, it didn't clear up enough, though. And it, the infection then turned into his staph infection. And so that's when our doctor's like, hey, you know, we really can't keep putting these on her because 
that infection could possibly get into her lungs and cause more problems than COVID ha- ever has or ever will to her. Right. Well, Steph, is, Steph can be serious. And when it's developing yeah. there, you got to really take it seriously and take care of, care of your kiddos. Yeah. So how, how was your daughter handling all this at that time? Um, at this time, she was doing pretty good. I mean, they weren't doing anything really out of the norm. She was able to wear a mask at the time. So she was participating in small groups, which is very important in kindergarten because that's where they learned how to socialize with other peers. And kind of hard to socialize with the mask on, though, honestly. Yes, it was. (laughs) And so, um, again, the mask caused more issues. So then we got a medical exemption for her to not wear a mask because that infection was just getting so bad. And so when we got that, we I actually turned it in on December 7th, which happened to be Olivia's sixth birthday. <laughs> and so we turned it in. And the only solution that my school came up with for her was to segregate her. They literally pushed her to one side of the room in the classroom and she was forced to sit by herself and then put everybody else on the other side of the that room. It had to be heartbreaking uh, for her, for you, for everybody, her friends. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. And so at first, like, she was like, okay, like, let's see how this goes. You know, the first couple of days, I think it was just kind of like her getting used to it. And she was a little down that her... um desk mate got moved mm-hmm. because their their desks were only five feet long and they needed to be six. And I'm like, okay. And the school suggested that we put plexiglass around her desk for her to sit next to people. And I'm like, we're not putting my kid in plexiglass. That's, we said it from the beginning that this is not going to happen. Like plexiglass is a huge no, you've already segregated her. And then to put her behind a barrier, that's not going to happen. So we um, kept that going for a couple weeks and then they started noticing olivia withdrawing and she said she started to withdraw which we also noticed this at home as well like she was starting oh, to say her, her, her home life as well yeah yeah so it started having a mental effect on her and mm-hmm. then the teachers called us around january i think it was in december beginning of january they called us and said hey kim we're having issues keeping olivia away from her peers at recess time so we need to come up with another solution. She's like, either she wears the mask when she goes outside to recess, or she's going to have to be set in a corner and she can only stay in this one little area. And I'm like, well, we're not going to segregate her anymore. I'm like, you're outside. Really? And she's like, well, I understand that, but that's the rules. And so I went back to the doctor. I'm like, is there anything that we can do to try to get her more interactive with the class because she's starting to fall behind socially, mentally, physically, the whole nine yards. And so the doctor's like, yeah, you can do it periodically. You can take, like, put a mask on for, like, small groups. And so I said to the principal, I'm like, okay, here it is. Like, you can put it on for, like, 15, 20 minutes at a time, but no more than, like, two or three times a day. And so they did that, and that lasted about a week, and the rash started coming back. Mm. And so we then said, okay, we're done. And so at this time, I was getting fed up with it. (laughs) So me and my husband were doing numerous calls to the school, trying to figure out what we can do to help Olivia, um, because the principal called back and said, we can't keep her away from people at recess. Therefore, she has to sit in this corner. Uh And like, I don't know if you guys ever played four squares where the little squares are on the, she sat in one of those squares the whole entire time for recess. And I did not realize this at the time it was happening. I realized it after um, everything was said and done. And I pulled her out just because I was doing a documentary 
and we went to the school and she was telling us how she had to sit and play by herself during that. And that broke my heart. So of course, mama bear and me, not knowing what else to do, decided I was going to protest. Like I was going to start having people come join me because there's a lot of people in town that did not want these masks on these kids. So we gathered about 15 to 20 of us were outside the school board meeting and we're like, let it be a choice. And so we protested, I believe it was March 22nd um, of 2021. And then she, the very next day, Olivia went to school and the principal took her out of her classroom and put her in the principal's office. All the while they're pushing her desk further into the corner and putting plexiglass around it. Oh no. And Olivia, like normally I'd get a phone call if something happened and they were having issues with Olivia, like melting down, not doing what she was supposed to, but I didn't hear anything this day. And then Olivia came home crying and I'm like, what is wrong? And she's like, mom, they, they pushed me. They put me in the principal's office. I had to eat lunch in there. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, because I didn't want to wear my mask. I'm like, you don't have to. So the principal's like, took her out. And so she's like, mom, Miss Ryan made me sit in the principal's office. And then after lunch, I went into my room and I had to sit in my desk. And she's like, and it was in a corner with this thing around it. And she's like holding her hands up, but she didn't know what the thing was called. I'm right. like, well, what would the thing look like? And she's like, it's just this big, like glass thing. I can see through it and everybody can see me, but I can't move. My teacher said I had to sit behind there. And I knew exactly what they had done. They put that plexiglass up because I protested the day before. So me being the mom I am called the principal and was like, why are you putting my child behind a plexiglass desk? And she's like, well, this is protocol. We have to do it. And like, just gave me the whole BS runaround. And so I'm like, this is not okay. We're not doing this to my child. So I demanded if they were going to do this for me to come in to see where they're going to sit her. And the principal's like, we can't have you come in. And I'm like, oh, what do you that, mean you can't have me come in? That, yeah. No. Not gonna be so okay. She wasn't even going to let me come in. She's like, well, that's protocol for we can't have parents just coming in. So I ended up calling a couple of state reps and um, a couple of attorneys around here. And within 48 hours, I was at that school. I did. They called the schools. They said, hey, you need a letter in. See what this is. So Miss Ryan texts me at like, I think it was like 3.30 that day. And she's like, you have from 4 to 4.15 to come in to look at this seating arrangement. You have to wear a mask and you can't record. Because I had taken a picture of her desk and I put it online. Yes, I And I said, that's not acceptable. And so she said I couldn't take pictures. Well, she didn't say I couldn't record. So if I said that, I meant she said I couldn't take pictures. So, so I went in there and I record because I record everything I do. I if they, were so doing once, something, if they weren't doing something wrong, they shouldn't mind that you were exactly documenting it, right? And this is your yeah. child. You have every right to be there. Right. Yes. And you have every right to record anybody in the public setting. Look at your state laws. Most states have a one-sided consent um form or not a form, but a one-sided consent law. That means if you are a part of a conversation. You can record secretly without telling anybody. Wow. And so I learned that just by doing all this. And it was amazing because I was able to go in there with a recorder and record my the principal saying the only reason they put my child behind plexiglass desk that day is because they thought she was protesting. 
because I had done it the day before. So they violated her her freedom of speech and her rights. Um, I did get an attorney to file a lawsuit on that. Unfortunately, it did get dismissed. The judge would not see it. Um, so that unfortunately didn't come of anything, but I'm not giving up. I'm still going to press that. I will find a way, a time to do the lawsuit because what they did to her and so many other children across this world or nation is wrong. Yes. And they do need to have be held accountable because this is not right. And so I kept fighting for her and it was just a whirlwind of how I got pushed into all this. You know, I never wanted to be in the spotlight. I never even imagined being in the spotlight, but when it hits your own home, your God's just like, all right, it's your turn up to back, get going. <laughs> and so yeah, and, and you were forced into the spotlight just by doing the right thing by your child. I mean, I, my heart just breaks thinking of all the children at such a tender age, right. Being forced to do this or, Anyway, that's, yeah, my heart does break. And I want to hear how you are able to help other families and how other people have responded to you. But I'm going to take a really quick break. Our first break, we have two. We're going to take a really quick break. And I'm going to remind everybody that um, if you hear, if you're hearing this um, live on um, Thursday morning, then typically a day or two afterwards, you can hear it on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. So you can share this with other people once you've heard it once. It's um, it's archived in um, americaoutloud.news. And there's like, there's shows, Monday through Friday on Looking for Healing. Um, Monday is the amazing Dr. Brian Artis as your host. Tuesday, lovely Nicola Burnett is your host. Wednesday, incredible Dr. Henry Ely is your host. Thursday, you got me, Dr. Jana Schmidt as your host. And Friday at 11 a.m., we all come together and discuss like current topics and health questions from you. And you can submit your questions. We love your questions. Keep them coming. Uh, please, um, you don't have to give your full name, but we, we would like at least a first name so we can talk um, talk to you when we answer your questions. Uh, give us uh, just a quick minute and we'll be right back. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD, global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order, risk-free. Love it or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. 
world-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Welcome back. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt, your host today on Looking for Healing Talk Radio on AmericaOutloud.news. We are talking to Kimberly Reichs, listening to her story, this heartbreaking story of, of, of her child having to wear a mask and then the rash and then the way that school treated her and the way the school treated your entire family. Like, honestly, it's just not okay. Um, but I want to, I want to get to some of the, the victories or at least some of the, how you were able to help other people and the starting of some of the things that you, you do now, like the Iowa mama bear. It's not just something they called you like it. You actually, this is who you are. And there are many others that have joined. And even though I'm not in Iowa, I still feel like I'm an Iowa mama bear. (laughs) And you're a mama bear. Anybody who helps kids or wants to stand up for kids is a mama, papa bear, grandpa bear. It don't matter. You're a bear. You got that inside. You know, when you want to protect kids, that's just your gut instinct saying, you know, you're doing the right thing. And so, so so what this mask thing that happened with my daughter, it, it pushed me into the spotlight. It pushed me into being out there in the public, which I've never done before. So I like to say I'm an accidental (laughs) activist. So I'm like, yep, here I go. So, uh, me and a bunch of people here in Iowa, we all got together. Um, we rallied at the, at the state Capitol. Uh, there was like 120 of, there's over 200 of us, I think, at the Capitol with a 120 written hand letters to the st- to the governor saying, please let the mask be a choice or ban them all together. Wow. So we ended up going up there, holding a rally. We went to school board meetings. We went to city council meetings. We went in protest at the Capitol. You know, we've done this all in them. It seemed like it went really quick for us, but it was actually a span of like six, seven months. Um, So from the time I first told my daughter's story, which was in April, we Mm -hmm. did get a law passed that next May or that that following. That's actually really quick. That's actually really remarkable. (laughs) It is really quick in the sense of me telling the story and it getting passed versus when it really started because we were doing steps here in Iowa way before I told my story publicly at the reawaken tour. So um, Jess Shipley was one of the um, state reps that helped us. He was amazing at bringing Olivia's story to the house floor. When we started introducing this bill to say, Hey, we need to do something about these masks. So thank goodness it was passed. H the, the bill was passed on May 21st, 2021 and May 20th, 2021. 
And it said that no schools, no public schools, no public places can ever mandate masks on people again. And a little tidbit that we snuck in there in that bill was also that schools had to say the Pledge of Allegiance every day. Oh. And so that's also in that bill that we got in passed. that bill, yeah. and, it's, and they're actually doing it. Yes. So every single day, the schools say the Pledge of Allegiance because it was in that bill that they have to. That's amazing. Uh, how many other states are following suit with that? Um, I last time I checked, there was a, at the time that we got the mass law passed, there was eight other states that followed. I believe Florida was number two. Um, and then there was a few more after that. And then I think it's pretty much throughout all the red states now. Um, oh. I think just a lot of the bluer states don't have those, but a lot of the red states do, which thank goodness, because I know that Ankeny, when um, we did get the school board overturned, we actually got Ankeny flipped from Ooh. blue to red, not this last time, but the time before that. So like in 2022. And we ended up getting one city mayor seat, two city councils, and three school board members all flipped. And it's very simple, you guys, to do all this. You know, you can go to my website at iowamamabears.com, and that's mama, M-A-M-A, bears, um, dot com. It tells you step by step. There's five easy steps to get going on what you can do to help you help people in your community to get this stuff passed. You know, start small groups. You can start on Facebook, Telegram, any social media outlet, and then come together. Do it once a week, once a month, twice a month, but make sure you set a goal for yourself. You have to meet. Otherwise, it's like, oh, well, it's snowing or it's rainy. You know, we're not going to get away from you. It will just get away from you. And yes. Then- and then control slips away as well. Yeah. So right. once you get at the, the meetings show, going. Yeah. Go and for the show, I want you to to share your website and, and different things again. So just so we have it. So Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So once you get the meetings going, then start holding rallies, like hold them at their capital. Or my favorite thing what I tell people to do is go to your school board meetings and go to your city council meetings, because that's where you're going to learn the most. And you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. But the big thing that I like to do is just get a group, four or five people. That's all you really need. Dress alike. That's the biggest thing is dressing alike because dressing alike shows unity. And right now we're in a world that they want us divided. And once they show that it's not just you who's sitting there, it's more than one person and it's growing by the day, then that's when they're going to start getting worried about what's up because that's when my school started getting worried. Um, So we ended up, once the bell got passed, There was a lawsuit that got brought up with 11 families across the state of Iowa that says, hey, this is this isn't right. It goes against the Disability Act. What about my child? What not? So Ankeny was one of the 11 schools that were able to put the mask back on kids, even though the law says they couldn't because they were challenging the law. Wow. And so they challenged that and we ended up holding a rally. Um, at the school board meeting, and there was over 150 people that came to that rally to say, no, we're not doing this. Even though they did vote for the mask to be put back on, we came prepared because we had religious exemptions to hand out to every single person who wanted one so they can turn them in. They turned in 
1,402 religious exemptions the very next day when they did that. So they could not mask us because you had the religious exemptions. And most states do have a religious exemption or some type. So if you look into your state, just know that you don't have to be fully vaccinated to go to school. You can opt out of those. And a lot of parents don't know that. that. And a lot of um, doctor's offices don't know that. So, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a doctor, but I'm a natural doctor and, um, I'm not a big proponent of shots. So when my kids wanted to play sports, they would say, oh, they have to have blah, blah, blah. Or they want to do anything at the school. I, you know, we homeschool, but they want to do anything like sports or play something at the school or participate in one of the, you know, activities. They'd say, oh, you have to have all these shots. And I said, no, I don't. And I would hand them this blue form that I got from the health department. I had to go in, they kind of gave me the third degree and like, no religious exemption. Um, and if I needed, I could have gotten a medical exemption, but I just, you know, some States even have philosophical and yes. I just hand them that blue form and they legally can't say another word to me. Nope. Not one word. Like, you know what? My kids are healthy. We're good. Just can't say anything else. So there's a lot of misnomers there about like, oh, you have to have vaccines or shots, you know, to um to to play sports or to go to school. But you're absolutely right. You don't have to. No. Every still and, has some way out. And I know in my state, all you have to do is like just literally Google religious exemption. I like my state's Iowa. So religious exemption, Iowa PDF. You print out the PDF form, fill it out, take it to your local notary. Most banks do it for free and turn it in. That's all you have to do. So I know that California supposedly did away with all their religious exemption. However, it's still a, it's nationally recognized that you can say something based on your faith and your religion. And the states can't override that. Yet California is still trying to. So it's not legal for them to do that. Just so people know if you're in California, you still have rights. You may have to fight harder for them, but you still have them. I Yeah, I just learned that with Grace Hair Care that they were saying that, yeah. yes, they have to they have to abide by it. So if you're in California, you can still do your religious exemptions. Yes, that's a that was amazing when I heard that because I'm like, this yeah, opened so many doors. Grace, pretty <laughs> awesome. Grace Care is pretty, pretty awesome. They're doing so yes. great for sure. So in 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 all of this that's happening and was happening, and I love the thought that what you're teaching your children through this is pretty incredible, even though it's it's hard. And I honestly feel like I keep thinking about this next year. I kind of feel like buckle up, like it's time, like it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Yeah. I feel like there's so many good opportunities to teach our children resilience, discernment, you know, Holy Spirit discernment, resilience, standing up for what's right. Um and not just believing everything you see or hear, right? I feel like there's a lot more opportunities to te- teach our kids, but I think yours are going to be so ready. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are fighters. It was uh, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, because like after we got the mask thing done, I was like, oh, good. I can sit back. I can relax. But no, oh, no. that was just the tip of the iceberg. Did I not see anything else coming that did? But because our kids were remote, we were able to hear a lot more things that were being done in the school. Uh, and that's when I started seeing these pornographic books uh, that they were having for these children to read. And I'm like, what in the world? And at the time, my son, he was in middle school and he brought home a book called Gender Queer. Uh, and I was like, what is this? And he's like, mom, this was in my library. I'm like, what? <laughs> and it 
like if anybody has ever seen this book, it's basically a comic pornographic book for kids. And I took that book and people, if anybody has seen me speak out loud, they know I love posters. I love making posters. It gets people's attention. I was going to ask you, yeah, you are a poster girl. Yeah, I am. So anything I can make into a poster, I do because that... (laughs) That gives people the visuals. That gives people something to like physically look at and remember. And so I took the book, Gender Queer. I printed out pictures that were in it and made it into a big poster, blew it up really big, and took it to my school board meeting. People were appalled at what's <laughs> inside the books. Like, like, you can't show that here. Like, what? It's you in- can't say that on national TV. Yeah, the things that are in that book, you can't say out loud. You can't say it board meetings you can't say no yet they're giving it to our children yeah Uh, yeah so I was so I took my poster to the school board meeting (laughs) and the school board meetings at this time were um still being filmed live and so that they would when they would film you they would turn the camera to the person that was speaking so you could see who they were but when I was speaking and I was reading verbatim what was said in this book holding my poster up The cameraman had to pan his camera away from me because the pictures were too graphic to show even online to the people listening to the school board meeting. And I kept going and I said, this is not right. This is not allowed in our schools like this. How is this allowed? Like I literally called our school board meeting members pedophiles. I'm like every single one of you who thinks this is okay. You're a groomer and you're a pedo. And they did not like me. They did not. They did not want me speaking out. They wanted me to shut up. And Ankeny has been after me since I've been actively talking. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I got a lot of backlash, but I, I'm kind of used to that. I was grown up. I was never the popular girl, never like the one that everybody liked, you know, I was, because I always spoke the truth. Like if people did, if people really wanted to know something, they're like, Kim, what what is this? And they'd come to me knowing I'd give them the straight truth, won't sugarcoat anything. And that's how I've always been. Well, that's popular to me. I mean, those are the type of people I want to hang out with. (laughs) So it's paid off, I guess. So like, so then we ended up lobbying with a lot of more moms that were upset about these books. We ended up taking them to the governor. And it was funny because like when they were doing a debate in office or end up in the Capitol about whether they were going to ban these books or not, they wouldn't let me in the room with my poster. No. And so they're like, this is not appropriate. We can't have this. And I'm like, this is exactly what we're talking about, taking these books out. And we're not banning them in a sense that you can't ever look at them. You can't buy them in a public store. We're just saying you can't have them in a school setting. Like 18 and younger should not be able to have access to this. But I mean, if you're the type of mom that's like, oh, this is fine. This is this is equality, yada, yada, then go buy your child the book itself or go to the public library because I'm pretty sure they're still there and go get them. Right. And I mean, the public libraries even make a whole section called banned books. So there you go. Yeah. And I, you know, the, at least then we know, like if we're with our children, like we know right. this that you could get just anything, but at school, this should be our safe, our safe places, right? For our and, kids. I used to think that school was a safe place to send our kids, but anymore, I think it's the grounds for grooming. 
Um, just with everything that I've seen come through with not just the pornographic books, but with the LGBTQ community itself. And it's not an attack on that community, the LGBTQ community. It's the way that they're going about telling our kids how it is. It's they're saying children, that's the problem. Yes. It's, that's, it's targeting children. That's the problem. I feel like people can live the way they want to live. I have my own values, you know, Christian moral values. Everyone has their values, but I agree with you. It's, it's when they're trying to come to the children and show them things that normally in their life and their normal life, they wouldn't be exposed to that the parents are against. That's yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. And it's sad because, like, my kids can't even take a Bible into the public schools without them saying, hey, you need to take that out. You can keep religion out. Like, you know what? If we bring religion back into public schools, we'd have a lot less issues than we do today. Yes. You know, we just had a school shooting here in Perry oh, um, no. just last week. Um, and unfortunately, the, the guy was part of the LGBTQ community. And finding out now the FBI was tipped off about him because he was making posts on his TikTok, on his Instagram about how he wanted to unalive people. Oh, and no. they didn't take it seriously. And we had an incident here in Ankeny at my son's school where like right after, I think it was the, um, the, the shooting, there was another shooting in another state. I'm sorry, I can't remember what it was off the bat, off the top of my head. But the very next day, one of my, the students in my son's school brought a gun to school. Oh my! It goodness. wasn't loaded, but he brought the gun to school oh and he was showing it off to his friends. And we never got, the parents never got like, hey, kids are on lockdown. They're something's happening. We never got notified. The only reason I was notified was because my son sent me a text message saying there's a lot of cops sitting outside of our school. And I don't know why. And I'm like, okay, sometimes that's not unusual. So I'm like, all right, just see what happens. Well, then once they realized that the gun was real, that's when they put kids down on lockdown. But it wasn't until like almost an hour after they found out that this kid was had this gun and they're like well it wasn't loaded so then we didn't put them on lockdown right away because we were trying to figure out if it was loaded or not and i'm like what oh, is wrong with you guys it's <laughs> like no longer, it no longer you're just gonna wait safe. to see if it's loaded <laughs> oh it definitely no longer feels safe honestly this is terrifying um we're gonna we're gonna take another break and nobody go anywhere because there's lots more to come um with our friend kimberly ricks freedom fighting iowa bear mama we'll be right back Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Today's high stress on the go lifestyle makes it hard to stay heart healthy. Lifestyle changes like exercise and diet are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients, 
Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support three aspects of heart health, cholesterol, blood pressure, and triglycerides, with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients. You would need to take 13 pills to get the same amount of nutrients in each gel pack. And these great-tasting gels come in a small packet. Tear off the top, shoot it down, or mix it in water. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Talk Radio. We're going to continue our conversation, Kimberly Reichs. We are talking about our children, their health, their freedom, their safety, and what it's like to be um, a mama bear for them. Um, and I'm no better person, honestly, to talk to about this than you, Kimberly. So yeah, uh-huh. thank you. Thank you. We, we met on the Reawaken Tour. Yes. Right. Yes. That was, gosh, how, how it seems like it's just it's been years now, but it's three like, years. Yeah. But it feels like, whoa, it just happened, but right. <laughs> years and it's still going. Um, yeah. On the reawakened tour. And I met, I met you and I, um, I got to meet your husband and uh, what, what an amazing couple. And you guys are just powerful together. And I, I really, um, I really appreciate everything that you guys are doing together and, um, and for, for everyone. Now um, I wanted to hear what happened, like right before the break, you were talking about your son's school and this gun. They were trying to figure out it was loaded. I wanted to hear how that sort of ended. I know you have listeners on the edge of their seat at the moment. So. <laughs> so I emailed the school saying, you know, what is going on with this? Why is a kid's not on lockdown? Why is this kid not like being arrested? Whatever. And they're like, and all the email said was it was in control. They had control of it. Um, it wasn't loaded. He has been taken out of the school for right now. And that was the end of it. So then when I talked to my son, I said, I'm like, what, what happened with the kid that like brought the gun to school? He's like, well, he just got suspended for the last two days of that week and was able to come back the next week. Like to me, that should have been like, you're expelled for the rest of the year. Like you bring a gun or something like that. And I feel like Find out what's going on, right? Yes. Like, like see help. why this kid is begging for help. It seems like kids like this, like that do this are lacking some help mentally or emotionally, whatever it may be. And they're screaming. And I feel like so many kids are like this. So many kids are screaming for help, but nobody's really helping them. They're just 
catering or coddling them to whatever they believe they are. You know, so then really nothing came of that, of course, because it's Ankeny schools and they like to brush everything under the rug, including the drag queen show that they had there. Thanks to you, you just open that rug and sweep it right back out. <laughs> I sure do. And they do not like me for doing it. <laughs> so, I mean, so we've had our go arounds with the Ankeny schools and I just wish they would take the kids safety into consideration a lot more seriously than they do. Because anybody can walk into that school, just like when they had the drag queen show and a 21-year-old male exotic dancer walked in the back door to perform for children as young as 12 years old. And that, to me, was so disgusting. It just pushed me over the edge. Like, I am so done with these schools. And I ripped my kids out of the public school. And I started homeschooling. And I ended up putting them into private school in the middle of last year. So I was just like, you know, I don't trust the schools. I don't trust the way they run things. Um, my son, he is a sophomore in high school. He does still attend the the public school just because the private school we have our children in only goes up to eighth grade. So it's, so it's a little harder, but he's a straight A student. So I know like if he sees or hears something, he tells his mom, which is great because I can act on that. But he also has a really good foundation. Like he's, he's old enough that you've, you've already instilled so many wonderful qualities in him that he's going to be great. He's probably going to be a light that needs to be there anyway. So some kids have that personality that they can really like stand up and, and be that shining light and know know what's the right thing to do. And then some actually need a little more help and they, they become victims very easily and we need to really protect them too. So we know, moms know their kids and we know what they need. So that's really important. Yeah. So tell me um, what's um, what's next right now? What's next for you? What's, what's either what's happening now in your life or what do you see going forward? Well, right now we're still working on um, getting the lawsuit going with the school on the drag queen show. Um, just because there was so much controversial about that, um, how they went about it, that the school was saying that it was not authorized. But then we have, we then last February seen that teachers who put the drag queen show on are suing the school because they said that we had the authorization from you. We just weren't allowed to tell the parents in the community about it. And so that's where it gets really fishy. And yeah. so like in October of last year, I dressed just like the drag queen guy did. And I went to my school board meeting and I demanded answers because at that time it was 130 days after the fact and nobody was saying anything about it. Nobody was saying like what happened to the teachers, how the kids got to the school, like what was going on. We were left into the dark. And so I was I like, wanna share, I want to share since, you know, we're, we're on radio here. I'm just going to share a little bit of visual. So it's a black leotard. It looks like something from a Beyonce video, right? It's yep. a black, small leotard with some fringe, some high heels. Now, for you, Kimberly, I mean, it looked it looks great. Obviously, not for a school board meeting, right? That wouldn't right. be what you would normally wear to the meeting, right? But um, for um, a young adult man to come and dance provocatively for children wearing this, it's very disturbing. Yeah. Uh, 
<clears throat> on so many levels. But when you showed up, they were like, oh my goodness, like put some clothes on. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like you're upset with a woman wearing this. What, how would you think, uh, you know, so your, your way to do that and to show that was just, it was amazing. It was Thank really you. good. It was, it was great to get attention in that way. And, and if you, yeah, if you were, if they were appalled, then you're like, yes, okay. Right. That's exactly <laughs> I wanted. Not even any children here. Right. And, and yeah. so same with the books, like you don't yeah. like what's being said. I can't say it here in front of you, but yet you can give it to your children. So I think it's, it's really good calling it right out, putting it right out in front and saying, what are you going to do about it? I also learned something. I'm trying to remember where I read this, but what is the club that sponsored it what was the name the of the gsa club? gay the straight GSA alliance club yes is not promoted necessarily by the school but it's funded by the government mm -hmm. is that correct? It's, funded, it's funded by the cdc yes i was sure. shocked and cdc deals with a lot of health issues so yeah. are they saying the gsa is a mental health issue i don't know but yeah. i do find it kind of weird that the that CDC does sponsor that sponsor That's them. Yes. To me, like, honestly, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I was a little to hear that. Yeah. And if anybody wants to see the videos, because I did post them on my website at iowamamabears.com, or you can go to my rumble channel at, um, mama bear talk is on rumble is the videos and stuff, because I think sometimes you have to fight fire with fire. Like, putting the books in their face, put it, dressing up the way they did. Because me as a straight white woman walking into a school board meeting like that was unacceptable. And they they were all in shock yeah. when they saw me. Their mouths dropped. They're like covering their faces. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm like, this is exactly the way our kids feel. If this makes parents an adult full-grown adult uncomfortable. Just imagine what it does to our minor children and their developing brains. That's, I was just about to add that. Yep. And their developing brains, their social skills, everything, it's going to be horribly confusing to them. So, <clears throat> well, I, I want to encourage everybody that, you know, when it comes to your kids and you know, something's wrong, don't, don't just let it go by. And when you take charge explain to your kids what you're doing and why you're doing it <clears throat> because they'll they'll understand they won't be embarrassed by what you're doing or they'll understand that this is for them it's for their health it's for their freedoms and it will in turn teach them how to be strong when they need to be strong too and you can take them to protest like if you have a peaceful protest up at your capital i took my kids several times because i want them to be exposed to that because i want them to know that this is okay this is your right you have a right to peacefully protest against anything that you do not agree with now i gotta say some of my kids like to protest what mom says you're gonna eat your dinner <laughs> but i mean if you gotta learn skills you gotta learn teach them somehow right so no, and you gotta i, I don't know I, I think that's pretty impressive actually <laughs> yeah so my kids are like we're gonna protest against your your food tonight mom we don't want chicken and rice and i'm just like fine <laughs> you talk, you, yes and that's that's a good thing and i mean i don't tell anybody to to do one thing or another. I just say, let freedom of choice, let yes. the parents make the decisions because the schools think they are the parents nowadays. They don't think that they have to tell us if our kids are dressing up as a boy or as a girl at the school, using different names, doing pronouns. I mean, I've even been seeing in the news now that there's some schools that will take teenage girls, 13 and older, 
to a clinic, a, a parent, Planned Parenthood clinic to have an abortion and not ever tell her parents about it. And I'm just like, how are we at this point where we have, we as parents have less to control than the school does? The school can do whatever they want and we're not supposed to be told about it. We're not supposed to be set, told if they're going by different names and pronouns or anything like that. And that breaks my heart. And that's another thing that us mama bears here in Iowa are working towards. We're working towards not letting minors have the control because even in Iowa right now, as it stands, the law says at the age of 12 years old, they can consent to any vaccine or any kind of cosmetic, like <clears throat> medical um, interventions that they want without parental, without your parents' consent. And so without parental, Parental consent should happen when you're an adult. Yes. Not when you're still a child. Yep. They can't vote. They can't. <laughs> they're not allowing them to do any of these other things. Right. right? But medical procedures. No, that's. Yeah. Yep. If they want to be. Thank goodness. In the bill that we also got passed with the banned books bill or whatever. We also got the gender affirmation bill caught, passed. So Anybody under the age of 18 in the state of Iowa cannot receive gender affirmation care, meaning they can't be put on beauty blockers, they yeah. can't have sex changes, and they can't do anything that would medically, physically change their body until they're over the age of 18. So Iowa is taking a lot of right steps in the most directions as possible. There is a few things that they still need to get under wrap, um, but for the most part, I'm pretty proud of Iowa and everybody who's fought for us and who has continued to fight for us because we are putting kids first. And this is what we need to do. We have to put our kids first. And I know sometimes the hardships come with the families. Like me and my husband were on the on the verge of divorcing during all this because he was on one side, I'm on the other side. And it was making us clash. And that's what they want. They want to divide the nuclear family. They want to demolish the, the nuclear family so that that way that we're easily divided and we're easily conquered then. Right. So, but thank goodness God came into our world, helped us mend, and we're better and stronger than we ever have been. And that's what we need to teach our children. We also need to teach them, you know, the great value of the marriage of being together as one, you know, because you don't want to have a split family right. if you can help it. I was a single mom for quite a few years before I found my husband and we had our four last four children together. And so it was hard being a single mom. I mean, I raised three kids up until, I mean, my oldest was nine when I met my husband. Wow. So, I mean, it was hard, but at the same time, you know, I always knew that having a nuclear family was my goal. Like goal. I wanted to make sure to have that for my children. It's beautiful. My goodness. Well, I, one more time with your website so everyone knows how to find you. It's and Iowa Mama Bears. It's I-O-W-A-M-A-M-A-B-E-A-R-S dot com. And I'll put it in the article that goes along with the show too so people can see it later if they want to go back and refer to it. But a huge sincere thank you for joining us today, Kimberly. Um, and thank you to the listeners. Um, and we're going to continue this you know, mama bear series and just help empower you moms. And this was very, um, 
empowering. I'm just listening to your story again, right? I just, oh, <laughs> I love it. So give it out there. Be strong, be strong for your kiddos. Um, I look forward to um, every day, Monday through Friday with everyone on America Out Loud Talk Radio. And we're just going to continue to grow and learn together. This is Dr. Jana Schmidt wishing you God's blessings in knowledge, wisdom, and abundant health.